Well, hello out there to anyone listening. This is Onion Ring Sasquatch, ORS at the Movies, coming at you once again. This is the movie review podcast that consistently puts off promised episodes to do shows with children. This is your host, your homeboy, G-Money Clip, and with me today, as always, my homeboy, Thornton Mellon Jr. Yo, my homeboy. Junior! And here comes a new challenger! The real, real Slim Shady... It's the family, Jules. What's up, Jules? Hi. You want to talk or what? We are here today to talk about 1998's Fatal Deviation, Ireland's only kung fu movie. So if you're new to the show, you can find our audio episodes on Podcast Addict, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, all the usual places. And you can see video versions of our podcasts on YouTube, Rumble, and Odyssey. We just recently, at least recently at the time of recording this, did a watch-along of the 1959 movie Santa Claus with Thornton Mellon Sr. and myself, and that went up right away, so that's floating around out there if you want to check that out. So, for this movie, either of you ever heard of this thing before? No. Well, I I mean, I put off watching it for a couple months, so I had heard of it from you. And I had heard of it because this had surfaced on the internet quite a few times. There had been plenty of other review channels that had looked at this. I don't know how it resurfaced, but the story behind it is kind of fascinating. For that, you have to go back to a simpler time, the <laughs> 1980s, back where action stars were big, manly, muscled dudes like Schwarzenegger and Stallone that kicked everybody's ass and blew up stuff real good. So you had in the 80s big franchises like Rambo and The Terminator and countless knockoffs where you had just big muscle guys blowing up stuff and shooting stuff up. Mm-hmm. So as the 80s started to get into the later part, all of a sudden you had guys getting in, instead of just being big action guys and who could shoot guns, you had guys come in who knew martial arts. So you had guys like Steven Seagal and mm-hmm. Jean-Claude Van Damme come in who could actually kick people's ass instead of needing stuntmen for that sort of thing. So as a young man in Ireland, Jimmy Bennett, he grew up idolizing Jean-Claude Van Damme. He started learning martial arts. I believe I saw in an interview he said at the age of five he started learning karate. And he had dreams of being an action movie star. So from a very young age, he wanted to be one of these guys. During his training and getting to the point where he's in his 20s, he heard that there were some Hong Kong producers, guys that had made movies with Van Damme and other stars like that, because those had been a thing they would get imported to America. He got the word that they were looking at maybe doing some stuff with him. They wanted to see some film on him. In a situation like that, normally what you do is you do some screen tests. Mm -hmm. You film yourself doing some acting, you get some dramatic scenes, some stuff from other movies, you read through the lines with some people, you maybe choreograph a couple fight scenes with your buddies, maybe you show some film of you actually doing your karate training, Mm -hmm. all that sort of thing. These guys instead decided to make an entire movie. For what reason, I don't know. It seems much simpler to do it the other way. Yeah. And it seems like it would be cheaper. What a really long screen test. It basically, that's kind of what that's this what works out like. to be. So the entire county in Trim, County Meath in Ireland, came together to help him make this movie and pursue his dream. This particular bit of work was shot for 8,900 Irish pounds, which isn't even a currency anymore because of the euro. Mm-hmm. So this is back before that even happened. At the time, 8,900 pounds in Ireland, not even British pounds, it converted to about 12,000 US dollars. Or so horrible. In, in today's standard, $20,275. That's a bit more. It's ex- 
extraordinarily low budget. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not like they broke the bank on this thing. No. Quirks, I think, in 94 cost about 30-something thousand dollars. Mm. And that was... 16 millimeter black and white film. So these guys really didn't even have that much to scrape together a few years later. Yep. I mean, it shows. So what does roughly $12,000 get you in 1998? According to the VHS box, this movie is a classic good versus evil action flick mixed with kicks, guns, motorcycles, and a hot babe. Is any of that true? Let's find out. It certainly does include some of those things. <laughs> Well, we open with a logo for Rising Sun Productions, and then a slowly typed out web address for risingsunproductions.net, which isn't there anymore. I don't know if you tried to go there. I, I did. did. I did. I did. Now it takes you to something called Warner Entertainment, which you see the credits, someone named Dan Warner is the executive producer. So that makes a little more sense now. Yep. Guess we can close the file on that one. So the movie is starring James Bennett and directed by Jay Bennett. Does anybody want to guess on what the J stands for? John. No. No? Jake, no. Jacob oh. Hammer? James Bennett also directed the movie as oh. well. So it's one of those where... What a shocking reveal. It's like a Neil Breen movie where everything in the credits is like <laughs> just his name over and over again. Yeah. Tommy Wiseau in the room. Yeah. And we see in the credits that Mike Graham is in the movie from the rock group Boyzone. Anybody ever heard of Boyzone? I've no. never heard of Boyzone. No, no clue. No? no okay. Clue. Well, apparently they were quite popular in Ireland. They had six number one singles in the UK and nine in Ireland and have sold 25 million records worldwide as of 2013. Nice. So I guess we're the assholes. We've never heard of yeah. them. I, I, I've never heard of Boyzone. That's it's, what you get for living in Ohio. Well, it sounds more like a gay nightclub name. <laughs> a band. I don't know. kind of does. <laughs> yeah. So then we get another Rising Sun Productions logo. <laughs> okay, I get that today's movies cost hundreds of millions of dollars to make, and it's common for several smaller production companies to work together to mm -hmm. make a movie, so you'll see like eight logos before a movie pops up. But this is the same guy the with 8,900 pounds. <laughs> this isn't the Avengers here. We don't need six logos for the same thing. He was building up a cinematic universe. <laughs> oh, if only that were true. Yeah, for who? <laughs> it's the Jimmy Bennett cinematic <laughs> universe. He makes like six different movies. He plays the main character in all of them, but he's a different character. All right? And then they all come together. It would be great. It would be great. Are you writing this down? Because that's gold. <laughs> that's gold, Jerry. Gold! So we kick off the movie with a voiceover explaining that the main character is leaving his home of 10 years, where he is trained to be a good as martial artist as his father, and it's time to go home. Find out what he should do, and find out what happened to his father. I take back everything I've ever said about Vanilla Ice as an actor. <laughs> Fuck's sake. This is the most wooden reading of these lines. The first thing I thought is that this looks exactly like a home video or like an instructional video for a job. Like, <laughs> like that, a training yes, video? Yes! That's, that's how he talks. That's how the film looks. I mean, it, it's shot on like a you know camcorder. It's awful. There's lots of pictures of Jean-Claude Van Damme on the walls, too. I wonder why. For some reason, yeah. <laughs> okay, obviously, let's get the elephant out of the room. This is not shot on film. Uh, originally, they started shooting with a Sony Hi8 camera, but it was destroyed during filming. And instead, they reshot the entire thing on SVHS. I don't know how much better it would have looked. I mean, they're both VHS formats, so probably six one half a dozen of the other. Not film in any way, shape, or form. 
So my question to both of you, does a movie need to be shot on film to be a movie? No. No. Good answer. Because yeah. they don't shoot them on film today for the most part. Everything's digital. Yeah. So it's not that. It's more how good it looks, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and that's the thing. With this, it's like, oh, boy, yeah, this was not going to ever hit theaters no. looking the way it does. Well, and then there are also movies that, even though they didn't get in theaters, they did decently well. And they were shot on just phones. They don't look awesome, but they have a good story and there's actual plot. So it did decent enough. Where I think... It yeah, it, it's more structure than anything else what makes a movie, but the quality of the image has got to be at least helps. comparable. Yeah. yeah, It doesn't have to be on film, but it has to at least look at somewhat the same resolution. Yeah. And this looks rough, and it's not going to get better. All right, so the place he's leaving is St. Claude's Reform School. So he's been training in the martial arts. Do they normally train people in the martial arts at Reform School? <laughs> Reform school is usually someplace you send bad kids to reform. Channel that energy. Or or something. Also, this dude's in his 20s. He's just now getting out of the school. Bad grades. Was he training with the little kids? Was he, like, beating the hell out of the little kids in his karate class like Kramer? Right. Well, we don't see any of the other students, so we have no yeah. idea. They're probably all like, thank God he's leaving, because I'm tired of getting this shit beat out of me for my lunch money. He was held back. Held way back. <laughs> we had a guy like that in Iowa, when I was in school. He was a senior when your dad and I were sophomores. Mm-hmm. He was also a senior when your dad and I were juniors. And he was still taking one class to try to graduate when your dad and I were seniors. Yeesh. Who gives a shit? Who gives a fuck? That's what I love about these high school girls, man. I get older, they stay the same age. <laughs> So, Jimmy goes for a long walk as a song plays. He makes his way to a rundown house, and I hope it's his, because he uses a boulder to break the padlock <laughs> off the door. It's yeah. a giant rock. Yeah. It's like you couldn't no. find anything smaller. Go, yeah. go, goes on this couple-minute-long walking montage, and then just breaks into a house. Yeah, it's like they had the entire song. They were going to use the entire song. Oh, yeah. There were crossfades and slow-mos. And he, yeah. He leaves his bag outside as it goes inside. He does. Too. He leaves his bag outside. Well, who's going to steal his bag? He'll just hit him over the head with that boulder if he can find it again. Well, whoever left this place left everything knocked over on its side. I don't know what the point of locking it up was. Everything's already been trashed. Yeah. So then we cut to a flashback scene as in black and white. All the flashback scenes are in black and white for some reason. As he remembers someone in front of a fireplace doing, like, karate moves. It reminded me more of praying, actually. I don't know. Yeah, it was it, weird. It, 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 was. it looked more like he was meditating to me. Maybe. And I, the first time it happened, is this a flashback or hallucination? What's happening? Without any sort of like introduction or context, it just boom, black and white. There's this dude in front of a fire. Your guess is as good as mine. I, <laughs> I have no idea. Did you slip me something before we started? Uh, no, I wish I did. Okay, I probably would have made it more enjoyable. Uh, yeah. yeah. So then we cut to a grocery store where two jackasses act <laughs> out, breaking things and annoying everyone. He stole this, a guy's shopping yeah, cart. Yeah. Th- this poor old dude who was just trying to go buy his groceries, they just... Whip. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's this grocery store. There are plenty of carts. I don't know why you need that particular cart. Stealing because they bread, felt like being Stealing a dick. drinks. Well, breaking eggs. Breaking that's the eggs. thing about these two. This, this is what... Two teenagers you think would be doing like this is like Beavis and Butthead shit, and these guys look like they're forty years that was old. The, that was one of the things. <laughs> yeah. I was like, how old are these guys? Yeah, well, the balder of the two, the one that's like losing the most hair, is actually a guy named Alan Henry. My handwriting sucks. Maybe it's Harry. 
He's Jimmy Bennett's trainer. Looks like he there's like a be. behind the scenes video oh. you can find in interviews and stuff they were doing for Irish television on YouTube, and he's one of the guys, and he's like his trainer, like weight trainer. But he looks way too old to be doing this kind of shit. Yeah. There's no music wells going on either. Sitting there. No, you get the announcements from the grocery store where they're yeah. talking about whatever's on sale. So yeah, the goons threatened to knock over a stack of paper towels that the shop lady had just stacked. And instead of them doing it, our hero kicks one of them into <laughs> it and knocks it on instead. Assaulting uh, a man in public for yeah. no reason. Nut shot. Gee, thanks. I was worried they were going to knock my paper towel stack over. <laughs> Thank you, I guess. Punch first, ask questions later. Taking this case. Yeah. And then we cut somewhere outside where apparently the sun has gone nova because oh, they're yeah. pointing the, the camera right at the sun, <laughs> which is never a good idea. So now apparently these guys we're seeing are the bad guys and their operation is apparently run out of a ramshackle trailer. I don't know why this scene is here. My first thing I don't was... I know most of them are. <laughs> Yeah. There, there, there are like quite a few scenes that are really short and could be cut and you would not miss anything. No. I, yeah, I think sometimes they just put things in to differentiate between the other scenes. Like yeah. we need something and instead of B-roll footage, we just are showing other characters. Yeah, during really that quick. scene, the boss holds a gun to his employee and then yeah. promptly gives him said gun. I'm not paying you to sit around on your arse all day. We're going to have a lot of bad Irish accents as we go through this, I think. Is that cultural appropriation? Then we go back to Jimmy doing random things to clean up around the house, I guess. He's out digging up stuff in the yard. He's it's, flipping chairs back up. It's, it's feats of strength. You know, he's, he's doing all the stuff. He's, yeah, he's, he's not, throwing hay bales yeah. in the barn. I mean, he's not putting in any effort. He's just that strong. He rips the big metal thing off the window. Yeah, his house is such a dump. If Leatherface came out with a chainsaw <laughs> and started chasing people around, I wouldn't be surprised. There's not enough bones for that. Maybe in the other room they haven't shown us yet. It's hard to say. <laughs> So he finds a dust-covered box with a karate gi inside before it flashes back again to him being a kid and his dad teaching him karate. Wearing. Yes, they make sure yeah. you get a good look that it's his dad who's wearing the gi. So it's his father's. You assume that it's his dad, but you don't get confirmation until later. That's true. Yeah, no, I, I, I was sitting there thinking, man, who is this, like, just random man training this kid in this alleyway? He's bullied at school, runs off. He's sitting in an alleyway with this man training, hitting up on this punching bag. Who is this guy? I was thinking it was his father because he mentioned he was trying to find out what happened to his father. But there's no indication that it's this specific guy. I would hope it's his dad. I don't know. Otherwise, it's weird that you're just having flashbacks to some random guy. He could have been his, his trainer. You know, it doesn't have to be his father. I guess. So then we get to a couple of hens gossiping at the ATM about <laughs> young Jimmy Bennett returning home yep. while a third woman listens. She is stalked by two guys in a car, although you can see the cameraman's hand <laughs> steadying himself as the yeah. car comes to a stop. That was nice. So what at first appears to be a kidnapping is actually Mikey's way of sending a message with flowers. Scary um, flirting. Who's Mikey? No idea. I haven't seen Mikey yet. Mikey's Mikey. Send yes. your best friends to flirt with your girlfriend for you. That's yeah, romantic. Yeah, not even that. Are you coming over to Mikey's tonight? You better or else. Yeah. Yeah. So when she refuses, it seems like they actually might abduct her until Jimmy magically appears. He just shows up nowhere. right behind this guy. Out of nowhere. There are so they, many of those. Yes, yeah. there are several. There's, there's some great. And it's like, he takes a step towards her, steps back. Suddenly in the gap that's there, he's Jimmy's just behind them. Boom, right there. Randomly, just poof. Instantly. He tells them that she doesn't need help crossing the road before karateing the two guys. He karate's all up on those guys. Yep. Then he helps her across the road. <laughs> 
second. I will say, he's the most violent character in the entire movie. Oh, he's a psychopath. Yeah, we're yeah. supposed to root oh, for him. Oh, sure. But we'll, like... we'll get to this. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, Beating up on dudes is, is always plan A. Beating up is the least he does. <laughs> but we'll, we'll get to that. Yeah. Believe me. So we see a monk watching this for some reason. Wizard oh, man in the trees. Obi-Wan is sitting there in the back. He's like, Vietnam, he's sitting there in the trees watching him. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's going on. He looks so high in that shot. The monks, really, throughout the whole movie, there's no explanation for what they're doing there. Your guess is as good as mine, bud. This random town is full of monks for some reason, but it's also just full of regular people. What are they doing? I don't know. I should probably do more research on Trim. I don't know if they have a huge (laughs) monk population there. There's a monastery I don't know about. (laughs) Believe it or not, I don't think so. You probably should have researched this. So it does look like Jimmy's done wonders with the place. His house looks way cleaner than I would have expected it to this early in the movie. It seems like that would have needed a lot more work. But he has broken his eggs, and he seems really pissed off (laughs) that he's broken his eggs. He needed those eggs. Dude, if you think that's bad, try breaking them now. Those things cost a fortune. Are you kidding? It's like you're getting off light breaking them in 1998. That shit's like three seventy dollars a dozen. Just go to your neighbor. They probably have chickens. I mean, an island, maybe. Yeah, exactly. Oh, sure, yeah. They're in the middle of nowhere. It's definitely farm country. You could probably kidnap a couple of them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This made me laugh as I was watching this. For some reason, a crashing gong is used during the transition to the bad guy's house. Yeah. It was so loud and unnecessary. And it's funny because when you think of a crashing gong, an old Irish guy is not what comes to mind. No, it's not. If they were crashing to a gong and then there's like... A Chinese temple or something. Okay. If they use it, like, during the tournament later, during during all the kung fuing, yeah. sure. Cutting to this old Irish dude talking about <laughs> how he killed your dad. I, I don't think it fits. So, in the bad guy's house, we see one of the guys try and fail to light a cigarette. <laughs> He's holding the lighter, like, an inch away from yeah. the thing. <laughs> And the heat doesn't even catch it. He, like, drags on it like he's smoking, but it's not lit. Fuck's sake, guys. You can do another take. I don't know. Maybe he didn't really want to smoke. Get somebody else to do it then. And the old guy is great because whenever he talks, he looks directly into the camera. He does. No, either and he stares straight at the camera. I mean, it's not an accident. It's not like he was talking and accidentally glanced at the camera. He is delivering yes. his lines to the camera. Straight to the camera. He is destroying the fourth wall. I mean, forget breaking it. It's gone. Non-existent. He says he's the one who killed Jimmy's father and wants to get Jimmy to work for him. Guess we can close the file on that one. It's the most casual confession of murder. <laughs> yeah. And the dude he's saying it to is the dude that Jimmy kicked. His nose is covered in blood. It's um, all on the outside, too. Yeah. Jimmy does not kick him that hard. He should have, like, a, a little line of blood at the most. Hit, but his nose is drenched. As far blood. as you know, he didn't kick him that hard. Jimmy's a powerful dude. Oh, apparently. Mr. Exposition. Delivering the entire and, plot through dialogue. Yeah. And then uh, he says that it, it would be ironic for Jimmy to come work for him because he killed his dad. But you killed his dad. Why would he come work for you? Because he doesn't know that he killed his dad. But we know that he killed his dad. But Jimmy said but, he's going to find out. But he hasn't found out yet. Oh, wow. Well. So we know that he kills his dad. But we also know that Jimmy doesn't know that he killed his dad. That's the whole point of Jimmy's journey here is to find out who killed his dad. At least that's what he said. Check out the big brain on Brad. You're a smart motherfucker, that's right. So we'll see how that goes. Then we get another strange transition as the girl from earlier is riding a bike. So we cut back and forth between her and Jimmy limbering up. 
backs don't crack like that. Dude, I don't know what he did. I'll tell you what, this dude is jacked. Holy smokes. Yeah. He is absolutely ripped. And he does some pretty good stretches, too. With I couldn't do that shit. Mm -hmm. Oh, you're... Yeah, that's not what it sounded like, though. It sounded like branches breaking. <laughs> well, they did some foley work, probably. That was all natural. That was yeah, that... That's really Junior there destroying his back. <laughs> so when he leaves here, he's going to look like a question mark. <laughs> that spine in 20 years, do you? Like yeah, a, it's like a daily occurrence. When I see him later, he's like a hunchback monster. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Where's, where's, where's the nearest bell tower? <laughs> I am not an animal! I am a human being! So apparently this girl on the bike is coming to see Jimmy, and she's holding a pie behind her back. Which normally when you do that, you're going to smash yeah. somebody in the face with it. But she instead gives it to him as a present. She says she baked it herself. But wait, she was riding a bike yeah. with both hands. I didn't how, see a basket. How was she carrying that pie? <laughs> don't <laughs> there, ask there's questions. There's no basket. Don't... There's no saddlebags. I, I, don't ask questions. You don't want the answers to, how man. How did you... And they had the most inhuman conversation. Oh, yeah. All the dialogue is incredibly wooden. The dialogue's wooden, so is the delivery. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> They're supposed the to have movie. chemistry. We're supposed to think that they're flirting or have like some sort of awkward tension. Nothing. I'm just. She showed... Did you think that? Because I didn't no. think they had any chemistry. I, my no, biggest concern: How did she get his address? No. Yeah, she kind of miracled her way over there, like she knew where he was. Everyone was talking about him being back in town. It's it's a big thing. They probably figured he would have gone back to the abandoned house he must have lived in when he was a kid. Oh yeah. You also got to assume that they're around the same age, so she would have also been a kid. I don't know how Irish property stuff works. Is it assumed that that house is still available? I guess. He broke in, so maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody put that padlock on. Yeah. yeah this no, is my house. Yeah, but, no, but she, she shows up for all of two seconds, gives him a pastry and leaves. Also, what is it with people holding things behind their backs in this movie? The guy I did the same thing know. with the flowers. Yeah. And we're going to see guys do that with guns later. It's like everybody is just like, yeah. haha, it's behind my back. You, you can't, can't see, see it. it. That's silly. So, yeah, she flirts with him and rides off leaving him holding the pie. He chases after her, but by the time he gets to the road and back inside, there are two guys in the house. Yeah. It... Maybe close your door. <laughs> more breaking and entering, I just want to say. Those guys those guys were not invited inside. Oh, it's more teleporting, too, because yeah. they were fast. Why they could have just slunk him from the side after he went out. It's eh? a, it's also, but we didn't see it. It's just like magic. Boom, they also there. made him leave. So why did they go all the way in instead of just stopping him from going in the door? Like, that was so much work. I don't know, but we get another crashing gong transition <laughs> to the old guy's house, and I swear to God, it makes me laugh every time I... <laughs> I legit LOL yeah. when, when that happened. I thought that was the funniest goddamn thing. Gorgeous. Okay, so now it's time for something I like to call double entendre theater. Uh -oh. The old man tells Jimmy, I hear you're good with your hands. <laughs> Do you like manual work? <laughs> and I have an opening for someone with your talents. That's what she said. <laughs> he yeah. puts the man he in emphasized manual work. On, yeah, he emphasized your for some reason. Oh my gosh. Jimmy asks no questions about this job None. either. Like he, he's like, hey, you want to come work for me? Sure. He says, I don't know. He said, he, well, didn't, yeah. he didn't accept the job. He, he didn't accept it. But, I mean, he was leaning more towards yes than no. 
the old man did woo him with like, did you not see all the fine yes. cars outside? It's like, well, no, we didn't see them. No, no, you didn't. didn't. You didn't show us this stuff, dude. This is like a modest country house. This is not Tony Montana's estate, honestly. In from Scarface, where you can tell a massively successful criminal empire is being run. This is like grandma's house or something. Yeah, it's too. like it's all right, I guess, but overrated as fuck in my opinion. I mean. Of the, like, three cars we see in the movie, I would consider one of them to be, like, nice. Well, there's only one of them. It doesn't look like they're ready to destroy it for the movie or something. There's only one that's not a banger. It's hey. just, like, there's a... a foreshadowing. There's only one that looks like it's in decent shape. Yep. So, yes, again, the old man speaks directly to the camera when he's <laughs> offering Jimmy his job. Jimmy says he'll think about it. And then out in the hallway, Mikey tells Jimmy to stay away from Nicola. I'm guessing that's... The girl who brought him the pie. Yeah, we still haven't assumed. really been yeah. introduced. No, no, anyway. no, no one ever really is. Just gotta figure it out as you go. So of course, because he's told to stay away from her. Next thing you see, they're going to a fair. Yep. And one of the ride operators looks like the biggest carny in the world with his little <laughs> gel fringe curtain haircut. Yeah. So with the Umbro shirt and that hair, it's like the most '90s thing in this. Oh my gosh! Yeah. It was just, dude, what? What were you doing with that hair? I'm so curious on how the conversation went for going on this date. Because they couldn't even get through one conversation. And he's like, well, I see you later. She's like, maybe. <laughs> and now they're on yeah. a date. And, then, and I'm, have, as, I'm assuming later he must that have found day. Her. <laughs> yeah. We go bumper car in for some time. Oh, S- yes. S- sitting there in the shot of the bumper car for Someone a while. Someone get the cameraman LSD. Well, I think we got LSD. We get an extended <laughs> bumper car scene complete with the camera freaking out in the yeah. middle of it. Like a bad drug trip. It's like, yeah. it was like that part in Cool as Ice where all of a sudden the camera just starts <laughs> going yeah. ape shit. And you're sitting there like, Jesus Christ. It's like something out of Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, except it sucks. <laughs> was it supposed to be fun for them? Like what? I don't know. Yeah, so then Jimmy wakes up from a dream where he's remembering his dad being killed by a man wearing business casual, which yep. he wear for an assassination. Of course. And using a samurai sword. I'm, I'm pretty sure they, they reused the shots of him meditating, too. Oh, yeah. yeah they did. Obviously, yeah. But I thought Jimmy didn't know what happened to his dad. Seems to me like he's got a pretty good idea. Yeah. He like, was killed by a guy with a samurai <laughs> sword wearing a nice tie and collared shirt. He said he just didn't know who the guy was, even though he saw his face and it's shown that he saw his face. Yeah, we we don't get the clip until later where we yeah. see that Jimmy actually lo- was looking through the door. But until then, we just have these random clips of a guy being killed. And it's just, how did you see this? He said he wants to know what happened to his father. It's like, dude, you know, he died. He died. Like... <laughs> he, got, he got sliced up by a guy with a samurai sword. And when he does, he screams like a malnourished kitten. He does. Ah. <laughs> uh. So, yeah, Jimmy gets up at dawn for some training, which is bad for us because all the stuff that's shot in the dark is impossible to make out what's happening. <laughs> yeah. No, you get, like, this really dark blue background. Really dark. Yeah. With, like, a barely visible gray silhouette. Yeah, it, it, I think that's, that's as good as we're getting. I, I, I think he's sitting there doing some do, doing some push-ups. I, I don't know. It looks like it. And then ninja sunrise training. Yeah. Oh, yeah, training up on top of that mountain, doing his stuff with the sunrise behind him. Oh, it's great. He gets that awesome slow-motion spin kick at the end, too. It's so cool. Hey, you got to see that it's really him, so we're going to emphasize it with the slow the slow kick. It's impressive, right? I mean... Oh, totally. It's, I, it's so cool. I only believe a couple of the moves are actually real watching it because I'm like, okay, that kick's convincing. But then the, some of the other stuff he's doing, I'm, there's no way that is effective at all. 
Well, it's effective when you're doing this. I mean, if you're fighting somebody, that's... He's just waving his hands around. Yeah. Well, you can do that during training. It's If you wave your hands in front of somebody like that, they'll just punch you in the face. Yeah. No, it's it's, it's a distraction. You're like... Whoa, whoa, bah. Ah, that makes sense. So in the meantime, a monk pounds a flyer for a tournament into a tree with a rock. This flyer is printed on regular paper with, like, a parchment template yeah. instead of being actual parchment. Yeah. No, it, it has, like, the greatest, like, school play poster look ever. Yes. Oh, it's great. Well, the thing that, that I'm taking away from this is, okay, the monk, to get this, must have, like, a computer and a printer, <laughs> but not a hammer. Because he's using a rock <laughs> to pound it into the tree. It, where's your hammer? Modern How'd problems you... require modern solutions. I guess I hammers are outlawed in our monastery, but you know we can we can have. <laughs> he he went down to the local coffee shop and had it made. That makes more sense. He couldn't borrow their hammer though. <laughs> oh, why would a coffee shop have a hammer, man? So the bad guys sit at a folding table talking about the tournament. The old man wants to make sure that Seagull wins. He's currently in Hong Kong. The tournament is so important that if the bad guys win, they take control of the town. Why? <laughs> How? That makes sense. I'm just trying to figure out why the bad guys in their fat palatial estate are sitting at like a folding card table that you would see at like church or something. The, the one we're sitting at now? No, no, it's nicer than the one we're sitting at now, but uh, you know, it's, it's a longer one. This is just like a little square table. No, they have like a longer one for more people. There was more than three of them sitting around it. The you biggest could thing fit more than three people around this. The biggest thing is they're talking about this like it's an evil plot, but none of them are intimidating at all. Oh, not, well, not no, the slightest. The guy that's coming to fight in the tournament is the intimidating one. Yeah. Seagull. I which guess... according to the credits is S-E-A-G-U-L. Not like the bird. Yeah. It's only one letter off of Seagull, so Seagal. I'm wondering if they're trying to I, you know, I would assume so, homage yeah. that he's supposed to be like Steven Seagal. Yeah, that, that was what I assumed, yeah. But yeah, a lot of these other guys just look like Muppets. They, yeah. they aren't scary. They've got guns. That's about the only thing scary about them. Even then, they can't use them for shit. Oh, we'll get to that, too. So if they win the tournament, they take control of the town, which is good because it looks like they could use the help. This does <laughs> not look like a successful operation. I'm sorry. Nothing about this screams like, we have so much money from being criminals. Yeah. This is like, we are broke as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting there in the ghetto, just like, mm, I'm, I'm, I'm going to make it out of here. And, and then we, we transition. And in the next scene, the bagpipe goes so hard. It's weird because, like, is that a bagpipe? It doesn't look like a bagpipe. But I guess there's a difference between Irish bagpipes and Scottish bagpipes. Mm. Um, I'm, I'm just talking about, like, score-wise. It goes, it's great. Well, it's in Ireland. You're going to get pipes of some uh. kind, I guess. So Mikey calls Nicola, complaining that he hasn't seen much of her. He wants her to live with him, but she's not ready for commitment. But she's going on a, multiple dates with another guy. She just doesn't like Mikey because Mikey sucks. She could. She should just say that. He's gonna yeah. kill her if she says that. Boo hoo! What do you mean boo hoo? <laughs> <laughs> oh, bitch, bitch, bitch! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, excuse her for not wanting to get her head caved in. Is she supposed to be the hot babe promised on the VHS cover? I, th I think so. Her face is orange compared to her hand. I think she looks more like the has a nice personality babe. Yeah. Instead of like no, for sure. The hot babe. 100%. She's the kind of girl everybody tells you, oh, she's really nice. She'll like her. They, they don't so. say that about the ones that are fashion models. No. It's not a good show of faith. So Jimmy and Nicola walk through the woods when they find the monk's castle. Jimmy asks, who are you people? 
What do you mean, you people? <laughs> Can and, we just talk about the jump scare? <laughs> yeah, no, not even that. It's another just teleporting appearance. Monk shows up out of nowhere behind them. That's what they do. Oh, well. <laughs> sneaky. Have you no, ever seen monks just poof? <laughs> those rogues are sneaky. The yeah, this is, this is teleportation. The monk throws some existential questions at Jimmy, and the acting is atrocious. He's just a riddling beard man. They're, they're just reading. <sighs> he was doing crack. He I don't was. Know. Like, <laughs> I don't know. He's the guy you look out he's for like, in the parking lots. He's like, why are you here? Why are you here? What's the meaning of your life? Why are you here? That's a good question. I'm going home. Fuck it. <laughs> and that's what he says. He's You're crazy. And then he leaves. He leaves because he wants to go to the pub for a pint. But and respectable. I get it. That's what you do in Ireland. You drink a lot. <laughs> that's what you do here if you're an alcoholic. That's what I want to do after watching this. Should have done it while watching it. So it would have been more enjoyable. He wants to go to the pub for a pint, but two bouncers tell him no. And then he kicks their ass. Yes, he runs across the street to get a running start <laughs> to beat his way into the pub. And it's a public assault again, and the pub is so filled with people. Maybe and that's yeah. why. He was just like, hey, we're full up, but they didn't say that. No. And so he just beats the shit out yeah. of them instead. Yeah, no, he's like, hey, you can't get in. Hey, no one gets between an Irishman and the pub. <laughs> How dare you? You're violating <laughs> Irish law. <laughs> It's not like they were trying to keep too many people out. The place is full, yeah. including a couple of the monks. <laughs> you can see them in the background. Did and they have to fight their way in, too? <laughs> like, everybody that's in there had to beat the shit yeah. out of the bouncers? <laughs> Trial by combat, you just have to, like, you want a drink? Come get it, yeah, bro. Yeah, you gotta prove. You gotta prove you want a drink. Those yeah. guards get scared after the fifth person. Like, okay, I'm sorry! The bouncers, they have new bouncers every day. They gotta yeah. hire somebody else. Like, oh, God, I gotta get my ass kicked again. <laughs> A clumsy waiter spills good beer all over someone and gets knocked down for his trouble. Yep. So and Jimmy then... takes it upon himself to start a fight. <laughs> He's like, how dare you assault that poor waiter? He spilled a drink. It happens. So I'm going to kick the shit out of you again. No, what he really says is, hey, Barbie, why don't you apologize? He does these impersonations. I swear you would think it was the real people. Yep. <laughs> so I was like, well, wait a second. Did the other guy apologize for spilling beer all over him? I mean, that's good beer, damn it. This is Ireland. <laughs> we don't do that. He's lucky that other guy didn't keep beating yep. the shit out of him. We get groovy music with the groovy fighting. I kind of think the guy who got the beer spilled on him maybe overreacted a little bit, but getting beer spilled on you sucks, so I'm not going to hold him completely Yeah, you know, I'm going to assume blame he was already this. a little bit intoxicated at which point. Well, he was, he's, he's sitting in a bar. Yeah. He was going to end up smelling like beer at some point. Yeah. He would have spilled it all over himself. When that happens and Jimmy comes to get involved and starts fighting, suddenly everybody in the place wants to fight him. <laughs> one at a time. One at a time. Oh, yeah. That's no, the only way you can take him down. You're yeah. not going to fight him? Don't gang up on him. No, no, no. Go with the Batman tactic. One by one, run up and yell. So it's not just the Batman tactic. It's the vanilla ice tactic. Oh, yeah. you remember the scene in Kua's Ice where they were breaking up Sir D's bike. My homeboy. Oh, yeah. And they all attack Vanilla Ice one at a time, including the guy with the baseball bat, which I went on a rant about. But yes, they all attack him one at a time. He takes them down until the barman pulls a shotgun <laughs> on him. And doesn't use it. No, but he gives us the line of the movie, which is even better. <laughs> the barman, remember? Oh, he pulls oh the, the gun barman. On him. The barman. Do you okay. have it? I, I got don't. It. Get the hell out of here, you little Tully Arse bastard. <laughs> <laughs> He does these impersonations. I swear, you would think it was the real people. I have no idea what that means. I was trying to find <laughs> no out what a no totally arsed bastard is <laughs> and came up empty. 
I'm so sorry. I failed you. Uh, Jimmy just takes the guy's gun, yes. points it at him, fuck you and your gun, you prick, and he yeah. throws it back at him. He smacks him with the gun, oh, yeah, no, he, and he, he then throws the it at him. Hits him in the face with the butt of the gun. Yes, and then he gives us the line of the movie, fuck you and your gun, you prick. He does these impersonations. I swear, you would think it was the real people. And then he tells everybody to tell the boss that he won't work for him. We have the epic crotch shot. Oh, looking up? Yeah. 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 Well, that's the point of view of the guy. He just knocked on his ass, maybe. See, it seems a little close to that, but yeah, sure. It's not important how he looks when he says it. What's important is what they say. Yeah. I don't so, see how it was related, but... So is this the, the entire... gang's bar? Yeah. And I mean, I guess that makes sense why the bouncers were there, but if you want Jimmy to come work for you, let him into your bar. Yeah, if you want Jimmy to work for you, why would you try to have all your guys beat the shit out of him? That doesn't seem like a good recruiting tactic. Yeah, and at that point... Jimmy should have just gone to another bar. It's Ireland. I'm sure there's another one. <laughs> they probably one across the yeah. street. Yeah, <laughs> take every other building. <laughs> the one across the street probably doesn't have a bunch of guys trying to get into fights with yeah, him. I don't it's, know. Yeah, it's not the same. And what are the odds? He tells them to tell the boss that he won't work for him, and the old man takes it very well, looking directly in the camera <laughs> and yelling what we're all thinking. What the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> he read my yeah. mind. <laughs> That's our line of the movie right there. Pretty much. What the fuck is this? Oh, God. So, a monk delivers a message to Jimmy. Gives him an invite to the tournament. He looks like an overgrown Jawa. <laughs> he, <laughs> he does! does. <laughs> he does. He's, in my notes, I keep referring to the monks as Obi-Wan because they, they got the old hermit robes yes. and the beard. That's what monks do. So, it's an official invitation to the tournament. Nicola says it's a huge honor. And then she asks how he got it. <laughs> She was sitting she was right, right, there. Right, there, right there, looking at the door, looking at the monk, handing him this piece of paper that he just read. She's not only all that hot, I'm starting to think she's not that smart either. <laughs> or blind. She could be blind. She could be blind. I don't know. She's blonde. Give her a break. That's it. She's not blind. She's blonde. Hey, you're genetically blonde. Does this look blonde to you? There's so many other genetic flaws with you that the <laughs> no. blonde hair is the least hey. thing I'm worried hey. about. No. no, okay, all right. <laughs> you fucking mutant. <laughs> I'm sitting here as a brunette. Uh-huh. How am I the mutant here? She's the defect. <laughs> At least I was on purpose. Now go home and get your fucking shine box. Kill yourself. <laughs> oh. This is great. All right, these transitions we're getting now are bonkers. Mikey's cutting up a rail of coke with a credit card, like you do. <laughs> and he doesn't even offer it in a public space. He doesn't even offer it to him. And he yells at one of the guys that Jimmy beat up. Mm-hmm. And he leaves his coke there. Yeah, he just leaves it. They're, Unattended. Is it that dangerous? Is somebody just going to run right up with a dollar <laughs> bill rolled up and just instantly snort the coke as soon as you turn your back? Is that a problem in Ireland? <laughs> Ireland, of course it is. It's a problem in Hollywood. I don't know about <laughs> trim. <laughs> yeah, there is no reason for this scene except to cut back to Jimmy, who is taking his shirt off and beating a punching bag to a goofy sounding song. It's not at all heavy enough for what they're doing either. It's it goes, the least it goes flying. Convincing punches. It goes I, flying like the slightest tap. The monk again teleports in and startles Jimmy and says to meet him tomorrow. Apparently, he is going to be our Jedi Master for the movie. Ooh. Well, you keep calling him Obi-Wan, right? That yeah. Makes, yeah. That makes sense. Except they're going to go off and live in the woods like Yoda. So Jimmy goes into the woods hopping like an idiot for some reason. He finds the monk's campfire and the monk meditating. Mm -hmm. 
So he starts to walk away, but the monk surprises him, saying that his training begins tomorrow. Then why did you call me out right. here today? <laughs> I could be doing anything else. If we were going to start tomorrow, say to show up at the woods tomorrow. Why not get started today? There's plenty of time. It's not like it's getting dark. He's got to sleep in the woods. He's got to earn that training. Uh, oh, yeah. By literally doing nothing. I guess. So then we get another flashback to Jimmy's father or random citizen, whoever, <laughs> training him and saying that Jimmy will be a black belt. And apparently Jimmy just slept out in the woods, arm on his head, no blankets, no nothing, I guess. Then he gets waterboarded. Well, uh, Yeah, the monk wakes him <laughs> by throwing water on him. I, I mean, I hope it's water. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows how long he's been out there? I don't know. I hope it's water. It looked like water. My fingers are crossed. Yeah, so now we get the monk playing the bagpipes or something, and I don't totally know. Totally convincing. I don't know what the hell is going on. No clue. I, I literally just have a bunch of question marks written down right here. I agree with that. There's so many whooshing noises during this training montage. Well, sure. it's but Except he doesn't wah. He, That's he does a lot of... He just grunts a lot. Yeah. It's weird because, yeah, we have this training montage, but when you think of monks and the martial arts... You think of, like, Shaolin monks, yeah. like in Jackie Chan movies yeah. or in Mortal Kombat or something like that. You yeah. don't think of fat Franciscan friars <laughs> in Ireland. We were commenting how in some of the shots he looked like Jack Black. He looks like off-brand Jack Black a lot. <laughs> Are Irish monks known for knowing karate and, and martial arts? I, Is this something I've missed out on? Apparently. I, I don't know. I've never been, never been to Ireland. Are these the same monks from Moonraker? Is that it? Are we they have, on, we I, have a cinematic probably, universe. Yeah. Are they on loan from Moonraker to these guys in the James Bond cinematic universe? Yeah. He's going to end up as, as the next Jaws. I could see that. Yeah, so now forget training. In the middle of it, all of a sudden, now Jimmy and Nicola are riding lovely horses. On another date. In, and what, two days? Now skipping rocks. Which they suck at. And now we're back to training. Yeah, she like chucks a boulder in. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, okay. Sometimes you just like to see the big sploosh, all right? That'd be fine if she wasn't trying to skip rocks. I don't know. I think the big sploosh is what happened when they first met. <laughs> <laughs> Which we don't find out till later. But. No, that's yeah, different. Two montages in five minutes. And now we're right. back to training. Mm -hmm. Now, I will say this. Jimmy is legit a real physical specimen. This dude is yeah. yes. built. No, he, he, he's buff. And you can tell that he really knows how to do martial arts stuff. He's not bullshitting his way through that. Mm -hmm. You can tell, like, the stretches and the kung fu kicks and the mm -hmm. training and all that stuff. This is a legit guy. He knows what he's doing. Aside from the acting part, if yeah. you needed a stunt guy or somebody to fight one of your guys in a movie, this guy could do it. Definitely. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. Now we're getting the song from the beginning of the movie reused here for some reason. Because they paid for the whole song, they're going to use the whole yeah, song. I guess that's it. the truth. So two guys sneak up to watch Jimmy train. At least one of them is one of the guys from the grocery store. Mm -hmm. The bald guy. I don't know about the second guy. I'm not so sure about him. He's a trainer. He was checking up on him. Well, yeah, the one guy, his trainer is one of them from the grocery store, but I don't know if the second guy was also in the grocery store. He could be. I think they're meant to be the same two guys. But he's training with a blindfold on. Use the force, Jimmy. He is. There he's getting smacked with sticks or something. Yeah. There are several points when, like, the monk says things to him, especially near the end in the, in the tournament. You know, he's losing, and he hears the monk. It's a real just, use the force. It's like, sure, why not? He's Obi-Wan. <laughs> So these two guys run off and tell Mikey that Jimmy is training in the woods. It's really weird. Okay, these guys aren't in the gang, right? They mm. don't seem to be. 
Hey, they could probably be. just friends. I, I don't know. Well, it's weird because the way they their body language when they're standing there, it's like they're little kids. Yeah. You know, they're kind of standing there with their hands folded and their their heads down, like you know, they're kind of scared to be in there. Doesn't seem like they're in this gang. Yeah. No. I'm convinced that these characters should have been played by teenagers if they're supposed to be the same two from the grocery store. Yeah. Needs it, better casting. It's so weird that this guy who looks 40 years old is acting like yeah. this. It's really bizarre. But so, he, he whispers that. He's in the woods training. And he's yeah. Like, he's in the woods training. Like, why would? Why did you whisper? <laughs> I what? gotta tell you a secret. Why is he going? I see dead people. <laughs> oh wait, wrong movie. <laughs> Better movie. Mikey wants to make sure that Jimmy doesn't enter the tournament, and he sends goons to stop him. So now we get the scene where Jimmy and Nicola are having a picnic by the river. Another date. And apparently, when you have a picnic, you just get a bunch of random fruit and a bottle of wine. Yeah. You get I like mean... a couple, you get like a shitload of oranges, an apple, a couple bananas, and a bottle of wine that you don't open. Hey, so, sometimes you just want some fruit. All right. I guess. What is it he says to her? He's like, tell me about yourself. Like, like have you, have you yeah. never talked to, to her before this moment? Yeah, they've been on three dates now, and he's like, tell me about yourself. And Well, they were too busy bumper carring before. Yeah, uh, my, yeah. yeah. So, you know, you can't talk while you're trying to kill somebody with a bumper car. Yeah, you, you're right. All the children in there. They chit-chat a bit until three guys on motorcycle show up. Jimmy just up and runs off into the just woods. leaves her there. As these guys ride their bikes into the woods. How did he know they were going to be trouble? These guys are just They're out just, riding dirt bikes. Yeah, I don't know. And I like it when one of the bikers stops, he very carefully takes his helmet off and puts it on the rearview mirror of his bike mm-hmm. for some reason. So Jimmy just grabs one of the guys and starts beating the <laughs> shit out of him. Yeah, s- sneaks up behind him like a solid snake and CQCs the hell out of him. Yeah, and this guy hadn't done anything. He hadn't done None anything. None of them had done anything at this point. It doesn't matter if they were going to do something. They hadn't done it. Yeah. He takes, he beats the shit out of this guy. He sneaks up on the other biker, knocks him out before stealing his bike. Yeah, he like yeah, takes yeah. the helmet, looks at it, and like pff, throws it down. Like safety. safety's for losers. Yeah, real men don't need no helmets. <laughs> yeah, no, he, he sneaks up on the dude, steals his bike. The whole sequence is stolen straight from Return of the Jedi. I, I, I don't know. I wish they would have run into a tree like Return of the Jedi. Jimmy rides up to Nicola on the road. Why didn't they just take the bikes on the road? If the road went know. right to where yeah. they were, why didn't the three of them show up if they've got guns? Because the it, guy had a gun, right? It just shows how crazy Jimmy is. They weren't even there for him. They were there on their little yeah, bike ride. Yeah, you would and... think they would have taken their motorbikes around the road right to them instead of trying to sneak through the woods with motorbikes. They they, they weren't going for Jimmy. Jimmy's just a sociopath. So he it's rides up. schizophrenic. Jimmy rides up to Nicola on the road on the motorbike get and on. yells for her to get on. Sound familiar? Put her in danger. Just a little bit. Cool as ice. Vanilla Ice <laughs> rides up and yells for her to get on. It's like, are, they, are we watching the same movie? Did I fuck up and put the same movie in? Uh, honestly, I would rather Cool as Ice than this. And that's saying something. I mean, if these guys wanted to get in a fight, why didn't they just ride up to them on the road instead of going through the woods? It don't make no sense. Unless they planned on walking. But he heard them anyway, so it's I, not yeah, like they're sneaking up on them. I don't get it. So now a car starts chasing them. And then, out of nowhere, Jimmy uses the bad guy's gun to shoot another guy on a motorcycle who was 
It's the not, first not gunshot of not the movie, involved. and it's Jimmy shooting somebody. It's Jimmy shooting the guy who had done nothing. Not not even, like, a guy who was there with the other ones. It's just this random dude on a motorcycle that he shoots and kills. We have never seen this. This is, like, the first shot we see of this guy. He's just on the road having a nice day <laughs> riding his motorcycle. All of a sudden, this guy, bam, bam, bam. <laughs> like, fuck, yeah. man, we never even yeah. saw this guy before. He wasn't in our gang. He yeah. wasn't doing anything. It's not like he had a gun. He drive-bys him out of nowhere. Yeah, Jesus Christ, this guy's a fucking menace. We're supposed to be rooting for him, right? This is crazy. Yeah, he hadn't done anything. So now we have an insane action sequence that takes place. Oh, yeah. Where Jimmy gets up and stands <laughs> on the motorcycle. He stands up on the bike. Who's driving no, no the bike? Steering. No steering or nothing. Yeah, no steering, no nothing. You can tell it's moving very slow. It's obviously being towed. Yeah, so he stands up on it. And just continues to shoot the hell out of people. Yeah, and while he's standing a very visible target high up on this motorcycle, nobody can hit him. No one. They're all shooting at him. Like who's a stormtrooper like, aim. Yeah, it's worse than stormtrooper aim. But he's able to shoot people while standing on this motorcycle. And in the meantime, Nicola just stands on the side of the road. He just left her there. Yeah, he left her there. She stands on the side of the road and waits for the bad guys to just come up. And Point a gun at her, and she gets on the bike and rides on with them. It's very abducted. It's very polite of her. I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean it, she didn't try to scream or run off or anything. It's well, almost I, like she wanted to go. I okay, mean, Mikey's a real romantic. To be fair, gun to your head. What are you gonna do? Die. Maybe not just stand there and watch all this stuff. I mean, she saw him like riding up. It's not like it was a surprise. She has legs. Ah, uh, could have used them. Yeah, could have broken them. So she gets taken to Mikey's trailer, which would not look out of place in Vinton County. I swear to God. How does anybody think that this is a successful criminal it's, operation? You've got a broken down redneck trailer. Apparently, he's kidnapped her. Mm -hmm. And several people have died at this point. So he can tell her that he could have any woman he wanted. <laughs> but he wants her. So why didn't he just get another woman? Because he wants her. I think he's lying. Uh, yeah. I don't think he could get any woman he wanted because he wouldn't be murdering people to keep a six. Okay? If he could get a ten, he would get a ten. He wouldn't be abducting... A six might be pushing it. Well, maybe an Ireland six. Wow. Well, yeah. <laughs> She's a trim six. I don't know. But it's not what you would do. No. If you could get any woman you wanted, you would certainly aim higher. But then Mikey gives us the line of the movie. You made me look bad, and that's not good. <laughs> he does these impersonations. I swear, you would think it was the real people. It's <laughs> fucking genius. <laughs> uh, like those words are antonyms. Oh, God, this trailer is so fucking redneck. <laughs> so apparently the Irish term for a redneck is a knacker. So, yeah, these guys are knackers. <laughs> so Jimmy walks back home, finds a note inside the house, and runs out again. Would it be too much trouble to lock the fucking door? <laughs> Did what? he fix everything except the lock on the door? He bashed it in with a rock. Yeah, but you could get an actual lock like that needs oh, a key to get in. Like a deadbolt? No, Jimmy's too cool for that. At yeah. the minimum, close the door. So Jimmy somehow knew to run to the woods where a group of thugs have kidnapped the master. The guy who is supposed to be teaching him how to be the best at karate or whatever is abducted by a bunch of guys that Jimmy beats the shit out of mm -hmm. with no trouble whatsoever. What's the point of being the karate master if you're going to get kidnapped and your student is able to just beat the shit out of these guys? What's the point of being the karate master? They didn't see him coming. They shouldn't do anything. Shouldn't he have been able to just whip these guys' asses as easy as Jimmy or okay. easier? You never once 
as a trainer, you never once see him do anything. How can yeah. he? He's an old fat guy. Then yeah. how is he training anybody? All he, exactly. all he does is sit there and whack Jimmy with a stick while he does a handstand. That's a good point. Maybe he's not telling the truth about <laughs> being a karate trainer. I'm beginning to think everybody in this movie is lying about how specialized and how unique they are and their particular set of skills. So then we cue another flashback, and it looks like one we've already seen. I don't think there's anything new that happens in this one. No. I think maybe you see his face in this one. I don't know. It looks the same. Yeah. I'm losing track. They're, they're reusing all the same shots, slightly edited. So then the master reads the note that Jimmy found. There are yes. two things I found amusing about this. One, it's upside down. Yeah, he's, he he's, to, it. he's to turn it back over. Just do another take. That's what I was thinking. You can't do a second take. And two, loose or else. For fuck's sake. <laughs> Couldn't even spell loose. Not one person in the production crew noticed this. It's just scribbled on like a little piece of paper. They could have just made a new one. Also, this is the note he's supposed to have found when he came home. How did he know to go to the monk in the middle of the woods. How yeah. is that correlated? That's a good question. He went to go see his master. He just happened to be being, being abducted. He went really fast, too, yeah. because he was in a hurry. Looser, maybe it's on purpose. Maybe they're trying to say the bad guys are so stupid they don't know how to spell lose. Yeah. Maybe. I'm I, I kind of doubt it. Looser else, fuck's sake. So the monk says that Jimmy must win the tournament to break the gang's power. Again, how and why? Okay, they said earlier that if the gang wins the tournament, they'll control the town. But if Jimmy wins, it'll break the gang's power that they haven't gotten because they haven't won the tournament. I guess it's like they'll fully control the town if they win, but they already have some level of power and influence. I mean, like... I don't know how much influence they have over anything. I've seen where they live. (laughs) (laughs) These are some broke motherfuckers. I mean, compared to the rest of the place, it's up there. But Jimmy's got his priorities. He's like, but Nicola! So then we get a musical number. Lots of angsty cross With a montage of Jimmy and Nicola. They're, apparently their sex scene was so riveting that they saved it for the montage. <laughs> they forgot that it happened. Yeah, and the song is just god-awful. It's like the worst one so far, and that's saying quite a bit. There's a bunch of angsty crossfades, exactly what you would expect from this time. What is yeah, th- in America, not necessarily in Ireland. What? I don't. How is this supposed to make the audience feel? It's just a bunch of clips with their two-day relationship. What's the end goal there that makes him change his mind? I'm. Well, uh, this is where you see their sex scene, so apparently that's what changed his mind. One head's running. When did that happen, though? He was sleeping in the woods. Maybe it hasn't happened. Maybe that's what he's thinking is going to happen uh, if he rescues her. Remember, right. he's okay. crazy. Uh, yeah, no, he's he's I guess insane. he's psychotic. Yeah, I never know what's going on in there. So Jimmy asks the monk what the plan is. The monk doesn't say anything, but starts waving flaming sticks <laughs> yeah, instead no. and begins training Jimmy. He's insane. Pretty fitting because this movie is a flaming bundle of sticks. If you get what I'm saying. I, do you get it? <laughs> yes. I get it. Thank you. So we see a plane... Landing at Trim International Airport. And may I just I'm say... I'm just kidding. It's an empty field. What else would you They expect? rented a plane for this movie. They got it from somewhere. It's not worth it. They, it just, it's a, an empty grass field. I don't know. The planes normally land there? Is this a thing? It's Ireland. Who knows? I they're, don't they're know. They're in a gang. They have to do it stealthily. Oh, you're going to stealthily land a plane. Yeah. 
I'll tell you what's not in stealth mode is this huge guy in a suit and sunglasses <laughs> that gets out. Apparently, this is Seagull. So the old man says that he has another job for Seagull. And when asked what it is, I'll he replies, I'll, I'll tell, tell you, you later. later. Well, then why even bring it up? <laughs> yeah. You're, 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 you're sitting there alone in the car with him. Just tell him now. No one else is in there except for you and your men. What are you worried about? Why are you even mentioning it then? You senile bastard, you. So, Jimmy does more training. He yells and throws a tree stump. <laughs> Beats he, up a tree. He does another slow-mo spin kick. For the win. Say what you will about his acting. I will. It's atrocious. <laughs> oh, yeah. But Jimmy definitely looks the part. This guy could whoop somebody's ass. He's just not a star. He's a stunt guy. Yeah. Yeah. It's just not going to happen. His acting is not there. In one of the scenes, we get a close-up of some of the, his moves, and you're like, oh, that's kind of cool. And then he's wearing cut-up jean shorts. It cannot be comfortable. He dresses oddly sometimes. <laughs> he does his training. He's incredibly fashionable. So now we get to the tournament. A monk announces that there are no rules. There are no rules. It's like Thunderdome. No rules. They brought in their moms and dads for the extras in the crowd. Yeah, apparently. It's like, so Nicholas said this tournament is a great honor. So why is it being held in a fucking barn? <laughs> there are people sitting on hay bales. Yeah. Why isn't this in like an arena somewhere where you could sell tickets if this is such a big deal? It's like, it's a small town. It's also a, such a big honor. It's just an underground fighting ring. Yeah, it's like Fight Club, except yeah, there's monks. Okay, People I, I was going to say, if there's no rules, pull out the guns that these guys have been shown to have and just kill your opponent. That's true. It, it's, it's not like a couple of them don't die anyway. The rule, no rules thing also applies to the dress code. You can just wear whatever. Yeah, if you want to wear jeans and a t-shirt yeah. and go fight, you can. That's nice. There are so many different ways that they end up fighting with each other. Like, there are some people who are doing martial arts, and there are some people using boxing moves and wrestling moves, and... There's no rules. There's no There's rules. There's no rules. Use whatever. Yeah, some of these contestants, though, look like clowns. I especially oh, like... Yeah. I especially like the little skinny shirtless guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. This skinny fucker. Yeah, he looks like he, he got in a real fight. Somebody would just break him in half. <laughs> he wins for a little while, too. He makes it past the first round, I guess. It's kind of hard to tell where the rounds begin and end. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I was sitting there with her saying, this tournament's going to make up most of the third act. It, it did. And sitting there just watching these fight scenes for like a solid half an hour. It felt like it. I really liked the one part where they're showing a shot of the crowd and you see one guy in the background answering his <laughs> cell phone in the middle of the fight. He's so interested. Yeah, yeah, can't talk now. I'm in an illegal deathmatch tournament in a <laughs> barn somewhere in Trim. Can we talk later? <laughs> Great. They're doing all these different fight scenes, and they end up using the same, like, five, six sound clips over and over again. Same five or six people, too. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, throughout the whole tournament, there's there's some not bad fighting in there. There's I'm some... glad you found some. <laughs> <laughs> there's some stuff in there that's, like, actually not half bad. All right. I'll take your word for it. Jimmy kicks a guy so good they repeat it three times. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they do that a few times. Multiple times, times yes. Yeah. And this seagull guy is really a big dude. Oh, yeah. But huge. Why does he fight in dress clothes? He's still wearing like a collared shirt and dress shoes. That's how strong he is. He doesn't have to do anything. He I guess. He wants to look nice. He wants to look presentable for Ma back home. There's even a girl fighter. Yeah. She kind of looks like Yahoo Serious in drag. <laughs> And yes, I'm old. You kids have no clue who that is. I'll show you a picture later. Cool. All right. But yeah, the tournament, it's a standard martial arts movie trope. You got everything from Enter the Dragon to the Karate Kid to mm -hmm. Bloodsport. Everything comes around to the big tournament at the end. There's countless movies where you've got the tournament. Yep. While the tournaments are going on, two goons 
play cards while Nicola watches. She looks bored. I wonder why. Yeah. So do I. <laughs> Ways to woo a woman. Kidnap her, lose at poker, hit her. She's yours. One of them gets a good hand. He's like, whoa, three aces. <laughs> Radical. Yeah, Nicola talks smack to one of them and gets swatted. I, that'll teach you, woman. I guess. <laughs> Open your mouth. Positively. While we're playing cards. How dare you? So I guess in between days of the tournament here, Jimmy asks the monk about his father and learns that his dad was a monk for a short while. Well, I mean, not while he was banging Jimmy's mom, obviously, but... <laughs> nah. Jimmy has no further questions about this. N none. Nope. Really? I mean, that's it? No follow-up? I thought he wanted to learn about his father. Yeah, he was supposed Your to... Your father was a monk. It's like, tell me about my dad after training. Nothing. He was my first student. He was one of us for a while. My dad was a monk? What? How'd that happen? <laughs> yeah. No, nothing. My dad was a monk? Okay, cool. Moving on. So day two of the tournament is more of the same. I have no idea who any of these people are apart from Jimmy and Seagull, so it's hard for me to care about what's happening. Yeah. There's like the skinny knacker who gets his ass broken in half eventually, and there's like another kind of fat guy. And we, we get the first murder of the tournament. Yes, Seagull picks a guy up by his head. Snaps <laughs> And his neck. neck snaps him. It's so funny because the crowd is like going nuts, and then somebody gets killed, and then it's like dead no. silent afterwards. Guys, they did Wait, say no, no rules. rules. Yeah. I mean, in case you didn't remember that, they repeat it again after he kills the guy. They so there are no rules. Every time a fight starts. Yeah, yeah. and then, then the skinny knacker gets his face beat in. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh man, he was my favorite. I don't know if it was him or not, but I've written down that there's one guy who, who ends up spitting up blood, and it looks like a couple teeth, too. Oh yeah, he's spitting out the bloody chicklets. It's like a <laughs> hockey fight. And it's funny because every time somebody gets killed, the crowd gets really quiet. It's yeah. like they're all gung-ho, like cheering and whatever, and then somebody gets their neck snapped and it's dead silence. Are you surprised? Hey, like, man. The they keep saying there are no rules. They repeat again after this. Yeah, if you could one more time, please. We're sorry. There are no rules. We heard you! <laughs> hey, hey, hey. The loss of a human life is a tragic thing. Then don't fight in the no rules death tournament being held in a barn <laughs> and if, in Trim in County Meath, Ireland. And if, make, if watching it makes you uncomfortable, don't watch it. Yeah. So Jimmy is getting his ass kicked in this one fight. It's not the end yet, but Jimmy's getting his ass kicked. And all I can think of is, man, he'd be doing really well if any of the contestants were using flaming sticks <laughs> and coming at him because that's the only thing we've seen him train with. Yeah, that's... Unfortunately, uh, they didn't use the flaming stick clause in the whole no rules thing. They should have. He'd know what to do then. Yeah. So it ends up being Bennett and Seagull, of course. Mm -hmm. So Jimmy's again getting his ass beat until he has another flashback. This time he finally remembers that it's the old man who killed his father. And then in the crowd, the monk starts chanting fatal deviation. Fatal deviation. Supposed to be encouraging, that, I guess? For some reason. That's what he was saying? Yes. No, I couldn't understand Fatal deviation. Fatal deviation. Okay, yeah. But no, neither uh, of us could tell what he was saying. Yeah, but why? Other than name dropping the title, yeah, I, we've never heard this before. Is it supposed to be some sort of a move he's doing? That Mortal Kombat. No context. No, I would understand. If he said Mortal Kombat, I would have understood that. Mm -hmm. But anyway. And the flashback of his father's death makes the other dude fight like a bag of dicks. Well, yeah, Jimmy starts hulking up and then beats Seagull's ass. It's like an old wrestling match where Hulk Hogan is down and getting beaten, and then all of a sudden he takes one punch too many and then yeah. whoops everybody's ass. Yeah. Um, he did use the spin kick he was practicing on the beach, though. No. But to be fair, the other guys didn't use the flaming stick, so none of his training was worth anything. Yeah, I, yeah. 
and as soon as he beats Seagull, two goons run out to tell on him. Type so, it with one finger. Yeah, instantly Jimmy chases them as they try to make a phone call. He manages to beat them up, catch the cell phone in midair, and say, everything's okay, boss, and click yep. the phone shut. Up. Fucking legend. <laughs> oh, yeah. Amazing. Super MLG. So then we get to this part of the movie. <laughs> this part of the movie. The best vacation. One, we get to, if you're watching at home, one hour, two minutes, 55 seconds, where a guy in a cowboy hat and his underwear strips down to get in a bathtub with a fire under it out in the yard. What the fuck is going on? What the fuck is this? <laughs> it's it's more question marks written down for me. I mean, what a vacation. I don't... But why? <laughs> Who is he? Where did he come from? Why is he in a cowboy hat? No fucking clue. I don't know. Why does he feel the need to get naked? I don't understand anything that is going on. And the water in the bathtub is like muddy brown. Well, it is trim. <laughs> County Meath in Ireland. So Jimmy has somehow gotten a car and is driving said car whilst leaning out the window firing a gun at a couple of people who I, I guess are guarding the road to the bad guy's hideout. He's just coming in gun ablazing. Jimmy shot first. So Jimmy wrecks the car. Which then catches fire and explodes, because that's what cars do when you wreck them. He's getting shot at. It's like a fire. The effect of the car exploding. It's not horrible until the explosion goes away and the car is still there. Jimmy's fine after the car accident, but then he falls into a bunch of trees. And The thing about the explosion is that once the explosion goes off, the guy in the bathtub jumps out of it, buck naked, and runs away, not back into the trailer, but away from it and yeah. like around the corner he's gonna go run off into the woods naked yeah i'm beginning to think this was just an exercise where this guy wanted to see if he could get his ass on screen <laughs> i don't i don't think he's like, written in the movie i think this guy was, was like, just i will pay set. you this okay. is like documentary style <laughs> so then jimmy gives us the line of the movie there goes the driver's license he does these impersonations i swear you would think it was the real people yep all right one liner there's a lot of those couple things here Apparently, the guy in the bathtub was one of the film's producers. Oh. I'm guessing for those 8,900 pounds, he wanted to get his bare ass on screen. <laughs> and I mission accomplished. I guess. Two, the car wreck was not planned. The stunt driver lost control of the car for real, and they wrecked the car. Wow. They had not planned on wow. wrecking. Really? I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. And three, why would... Jimmy loses driver's license. People have car accidents. It's mm -hmm. not like there's a whole bunch of witnesses. Not like anybody else got hurt. People. Well, it's probably because he was car. shooting out of a window, but. No witnesses, right? Car he killed them all. <laughs> <laughs> car exploded. There's no car left to drive. He doesn't have a conscience for killing people. He has yeah, a conscience he, for losing his he's license. He's a sociopath. But I mean, if you get in a car accident, they don't take your driver's license away. I mean, they do if you get in enough of them. Enough. But this is just one. Right. We don't know if this is his first infraction or not. Uh, I suppose. I don't know. It's the only one we've seen. The I'll first one he took that. out ten people. So now Jimmy killed a family of five in the minivan. <laughs> so now Jimmy does the action star thing where he's outrunning machine gun bullets before beating up some poor fat guy yeah. and throwing him down a hill. And he gives us the line of the movie. Enjoy the slide. <laughs> in this part, I can't tell if he actually gets shot or not because he makes the movement like he's acting like he gets shot and then he slides down. But then he's fine. 
he's so good he can slide down the hill and shoot yeah his arms over his head and shoot the guy while he's sliding down the hill and this whole scene looks like it takes place in a junkyard. All there are is yeah. wrecked cars and yeah. dirt. It's, no, it's, it's, that's it. I would not be surprised to see like just one of those flaming barrels. The bad guys, I swear to God, they make stormtroopers look like expert marksmen. They do. They couldn't hit the broadside of a fucking barn. Jimmy's just standing there. At least the stormtroopers get close to the target. Nothing can touch him. <laughs> then, then Jimmy does the action thing where he's shooting... Yeah, two yeah. guns. He crosses his arms like this. Two I, guns with the crossed arms. He's going like this. Just go like that. Yeah, you can hold your arms out to the side without crossing them. Yeah, and, but he's still I mean, he's still, he's still hitting, so it's working so, without looking somehow. It's and Jimmy doesn't reload once, but we see some of the other guys reload. Well, sure, that's their mistake though, because <laughs> obviously they didn't get the guns that you don't need to reload. The, the action star yeah, guns you don't need to reload. Yeah. He, he's he's got the infinite ammo bandana like tied around his ankle or something. Yeah, it's starting to get a little silly. My favorite is though when he shoots a guy point blank three times, and then kicks him. <laughs> The kick seems a little excessive Literally after you shot him three down. times. I mean, you shot him three times. Was the kick what finished him off? Uh, totally, <laughs> it's yeah. the last thing he felt before he went. It was the fatal deviation. It killed him, and he deviated from shooting. Jimmy ends up rescuing Nicola. It's the whole, put your weapon down, mm. and then he puts his weapon down, and then the guy's like, ha-ha, I'm going to shoot you anyway. And, and Nicola then, disappears for one shot. Well, she, she stomped on his foot, which was enough of a distraction for Jimmy to get the gun and shoot him. And then, yeah, she vanishes when he gets shot yeah. so that she didn't she have to didn't, worry about yeah. getting shot. Yeah, so Mikey shows up, and Jimmy ends up neck-snapping him. Yep. Yay. Our hero. Our hero, yes. And which, then, I, okay, I mean, like, yeah, yeah, it's bad and all, but, like, fuck Mikey. And then we fade out. So then Jimmy and Nicola try the picnic thing again. Only to be interrupted by the old man who teleported <laughs> to get there. Jimmy's moving in for a smooch, and then oh, apparently Jimmy there's the guy with the gun. Jimmy jinxes it. He's like, hopefully nothing will happen this time. Oh, it's his fault. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He summoned the old he, he man. He did. Yeah, and then she does that reaction thing, and then he's there holding a gun to the back of his head. So now we get the line of the movie from the old man. It's, it's a two-parter. You got, it you is. Got one, one from him and one from Jimmy. You know what? I don't have it written down, no. You killed my son. Now I am going to kill you, just as I killed your father. Yeah. But Jimmy's too quick for him. He takes the gun from the old man, just like he did from the bar guy. He snatches the gun and then gives us the line of the movie. You killed my father. Now I'm going to kill you, like just like I killed your son. son. <laughs> he does these impersonations. I swear, you would think it was the real people. No, I uh, am the father. And then, yeah, he... Shoots the unarmed old man yeah. right in front of his girlfriend, who then gives him a hug. Yeah, I, Jimmy, <laughs> I, this movie's hero has killed more people than any of the villains. Killed more people than COVID, are you kidding me? Honestly. <laughs> hey, I mean, to be fair, the bad guys don't kill anyone because they're terrible shots. Yeah, the only guy that I think the bad guys killed was Jimmy's father. And that was or, or like during the tournament, many years if you ago. That, but. Wait, that was, nah, that was like so. during the tournament. That wasn't like for any real vendetta. Yeah, that's no rules. Anything could have happened in that tournament. I don't care what the tournament rules are. The legal ones are still there. Ah, <laughs> it's <laughs> Ireland. There are no moral implications. The tournament supersedes the rules. <laughs> yes, uh, mercifully, the last six minutes are outtakes and credits. You they're can actually see them wrecking the car. 
They're the, all bloopers, even though the whole movie feels yeah. like one big blooper. Yeah, why, yeah, why, but these why? are bloopers where guys could have got fucking hurt. Watching a blooper reel that we just sat through an hour of. Oh, God, it feels longer. The movie's only 76 minutes long, including the outtakes and credits at the end, but my God, it feels longer. It does. It really does. When I saw The Dark Knight Rises, that was like two hours and 45 minutes, and that flew by. This is not even half as long, and it felt like a fucking slog to get through this. Anyway, you guys have anything before we go to the aftermath? My biggest thing is the old man is so angry, he tries to go out to kill him, but Jimmy has killed all of his men, his son, all these people. He won the tournament, and he goes, I can take him. <laughs> At that point, he's just out for revenge. Was it ever established that he was the old guy's son? They kind of, I think they just threw it in. They just threw it in. Yeah. Yeah, okay. It was kind of implied that Mikey might be his right hand, but no. Well, I mean, yeah, he, he was obviously, like, the next guy. Yeah, he charge, never said, like, hey, dad, at any yeah. point. Yeah, okay. All right, I was just making sure I didn't miss that. You didn't miss it, but they did. So, the aftermath. Uh, the movie was intended to make James Bennett an action movie star. Did it work? No. I'm I shocked. Why. <laughs> but many years later, he has gone on to be in movies with Van Damme and Steven Seagal, mostly in the last 15 years or so, which is all their straight-to-video junk, but still, Good still friend, counts. Yeah. You know, get to work with your heroes and all that. Yeah, naturally, this went straight to video. This was never intended for theatrical release, yeah. mostly because it was shot on videotape, and it wasn't really, it was designed to be a showcase, not a movie that people go watch. I get that. Widely considered to be one of the worst movies ever made. Yes, but it's also, I think, very much in the so bad it's good category. Yeah. Because, oh, yeah. I was no. laughing yeah, so much. It's a hoot. It's a worse movie than Cool as Ice, but it's so bad that it's more enjoyable than Cool as Ice. James Bennett has never apologized for this movie. And it is something that the entire community was behind. And they were trying to help him get his stuff done. It's like, yeah, you can use my place. Yeah, we'll get the extras in. You know, we'll get all this thing. They were honestly doing the best they could yeah. with what they had. Yeah. There's something to be said for that. It wasn't like they were intentionally trying to make a bad movie. It was just they had nothing to work with. Yeah. And it shows. So it's one of those things where after a while, this movie resurfaced on the internet. Mm -hmm. Just about anybody with their movie review channel or any ties to Ireland or whatever has talked about it. So now it's our turn. Thornton Mellon Jr., would you recommend Fatal Deviation? It's another one like Cool as Ice where for an actual movie, no. Hell no. Do not watch this. If you're sitting to look and have something to rag on with your friends, 100%. Totally. Horrible movie. <laughs> All right, what would you give it out of 10? As a film, a 1. As an experience, like a 6. All right. It, it was fairly enjoyable. It was so bad. Jules, what you got? I think similarly to him, I, it's something where if you're watching it with a bunch of friends, it's going to be so fun. It's going to be so fun. You're going to be watching this and it's going to be making fun of everything, laughing at everything because of how ridiculous it all is. I would say if you've got time on your hands and you're just bored out of your mind, it's something to keep, take the time. So. All right, what would you give it out of 10? Probably a four, four to ten. All right. Really? Yeah, because it, it's not a great film. There are so many aspects of it that, that are bad, but it's something where it's enjoyable. You can tell that they were having fun while making it, so I'm not. So is this kind of like on his scale where he's given like a six out of ten for enjoyability while yeah. watching it while giving it like a low technical type yeah. score? So that he, that's I probably least. just combined mine. All right. Okay, so. all right. Yeah, I think everybody is looking at this as like a one out of ten on the, the level of 
technique and yeah. expertise applied to it. Yeah, I would absolutely recommend this movie. Everybody should see this. It's a hoot if you get a lot of people together. If you're trying to watch it by yourself, it's going to be painful. Uh, especially if you're trying to take notes on it. <laughs> but yeah, it's an incredibly quotable movie. If you're not walking around later telling your friends, you made me look bad and, and that's, that's not, not good. good. <laughs> if you're not repeating lines from this later on, that's all, that's a you problem. I would say, yes, on a filmmaking level, this is certainly just god-awful, one out of ten. On an enjoyability level, I would say this is probably like a six or a seven. This is you, You'll have a hoot watching this with your buddies if you're having a so-bad-it's-good movie night with this and like the room and birdemic and movies like that birdemic. it's yeah it's just awful but it's a lot of fun you get a couple drinks in you and this would be a good time okay faggot what's next so what do we got coming up next finally we're gonna get to caveman because this is the sort of thing we do we put things off and review other movies in between but yes thornton mellon will return we'll watch caveman with ringo star barbara bach dennis quaid and some other people. Thanks for coming over and doing this, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Welcome back anytime. Just come up with something and we'll uh, work it out. You want to do Birdemic? I don't know if I could say anything about Birdemic. It hasn't been said, but uh, oh, yeah. we'll think about it, maybe. God, what a shit show that is. Literally All right. any animated I, movie. Have you seen it? I have not. Oh, I should make you watch Birdemic. You should make her watch Birdemic. Be good. Next time you're over for a movie night, we should we should throw on Birdemic. Don't threaten me. <laughs> so anyway, that's it for now. We'll just end this here. IMG Money Clip with Thornton Mellon Jr. See you later. And with the crown jewels. It's been fun. All right. We'll catch you next time. Just kick back, have some popcorn, and watch some movies. Adios, nachos.